BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. We've talked a lot lately about college football over the last couple of weeks and all the SEC and, you know, ACC media days and all the coaches getting new contracts with tons of money like 112 million for Kirby Smart down in Athens just you know 112 million dollars got to get the football coach covered and make sure he's a, a multi 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 millionaire and really all that matters is not how much uh, coaches make like Saban and and Swinney and all these guys, Lincoln Riley making so much money, uh, saying that USC is going to win the national championship and it's going to be the hotbed of college football in L.A. at the Coliseum again like it ought to be. Uh, Bleacher Report came out with their uh, preseason top 25, and they let everybody know that uh, last year they got 23 of the 25 teams uh, correct, and that the two that missed, Oklahoma State and Ole Miss, ended up ranked 26th and 27th. So they basically got every team in it. So let's see where they stand uh, before the AP preseason poll comes out. They have Wisconsin at 25. They've had 20 straight winning seasons, including nine win seasons in seven of the last eight seasons. So you got to rank the Badgers, right? Camp Randall rocks, and they're always ranked. Number 24, the Miami Hurricanes. Tyler Van Dyke is a very exciting quarterback. 300-plus yards and three TDs in six straight games to close out last season. And Mario Cristobal is now the head coach leaving Oregon for his alma mater at Miami. And no more turnover chain, that stupid thing. Every time they got a pick or a fumble, they celebrated for 20 minutes on the sideline. Meanwhile, they weren't winning games. What a joke. I do believe Miami should be ranked higher. I think they're going to give Clemson and Pitt and everybody fits in the ACC this year because of Van Dyke and because Cristobal has been yanking in killer recruiting. Tons of five-star players going back to Miami. That's good for the Kane program. Kentucky is ranked 23rd, and they go to Florida in early September. They travel to Ole Miss and Tennessee in October. They got a home game against Georgia in November, 
and they think they're going to have a big season. And Will Levis is their quarterback, and we'll see if he can do big things down in Knoxville against the Vols on the road before Halloween. And maybe they'll have a big season in Lexington. Speaking of the Vols, they're 22, and Hendon Hooker accounted for 3,558 yards and 36 touchdowns with only three picks last year. That's something to be positive about. Their defense was dank. They ranked 90th in the nation. They allowed 30 points a game. I actually can't believe how far Tennessee has fallen over the last decade, to be honest with you. The Houston Cougars are ranked 21st. Houston is led by Clayton Toon. How about 3,546 yards and 30 touchdowns last season? They got big games in Memphis and at SMU, and we'll find out what they're made of right there. I thought the Cougs were badass last year, and I think Holgerson's doing a great job down there. Number 20 is BYU. What a schedule they got. They take on uh, top 25 teams like Baylor, Oregon, Notre Dame, and Arkansas all by mid-October. Ole Miss is ranked 19th. How about back-to-back 10-win seasons for the first time in 62 years? One other thing, they got a really easy schedule until basically October starts. Their first several games are pancakes. Arkansas is 18th, the Razorbacks. They won nine games in 21. It's the first time they've done that in 10 years. Their only problem was when they played Georgia, Ole Miss, and Alabama, it accounted for at least half of their points allowed on the season and three of four losses. Pitt is ranked 17th. A lot of people still think they'll be tough in the ACC. Too bad they lost All-American receiver Jordan Addison, but they're going to be in the top 25, obviously. They're First two non-conference games at home against West Virginia, the backyard brawl, and then Tennessee. Those are tests early for the Panthers. And Keaton Slovis, a transfer from USC, will be the starting quarterback replacing Kenny Pickett. Good luck with that. Wake Forest is ranked 16 because they got dual threat star Sam Hartman, who accounted for 4,591 yards and 50 touchdowns from scrimmage. And they won 11 games in 21, including their bowl game against Rutgers. So the Deacons are definitely on the rise. How about the Oregon Ducks are 15th? They got their new quarterback, Bo Nix, after he left Auburn. Dan Lanning replaces Cristobal in Eugene. Oklahoma State is number 14. I think they can steal the Big 12, even though they already have handed the conference championship to the Oklahoma Sooners. The media and all the fans think it's automatic. I don't think it's going to be as easy for Venables in Norman as everybody else does. Not right out of the gates initially. First year he's going to what win the national championship? I don't think so. Four-year starter Spencer Sanders is the man over center. Right out of the same conference, the breaking 
Big 12 cracking in pieces after everybody's jumping ship. The Baylor Bears come in at 13. They got their offensive and defensive lines coming back. And the defense is very experienced. Blake Shapens, the quarterback, they got to retool the offense. So they got a lot to work on in this upcoming season. Obviously, I talked about the Sooners. They're ranked 12th in this bleacher top 25. Everybody thinks they have a bad offensive line. I guarantee you their whole offensive line is 300 pounders across the board. And we always know Oklahoma's going to be good. I just don't think they're going to dominate the conference and dominate the national scene like everybody else. I really don't. I think it's going to take Brent Venables a little bit of time before he turns them back into a destructive power where they just destroy teams they play. Number 11 is North Carolina State. They lost the great tackle, Iquanu, to the NFL. Everybody else looks like they're back, though, and... They got a huge October 1st showdown with Clemson. Devin Leary's the quarterback. They upset Clemson last year, but they got Clemson on the road this time around. Have fun with that. Now you look at the alleged top 10. Michigan State Spartans are number 10. They had a nine-win season. Then turned it into an 11-2 and season last year as Mel Tucker made a huge splash. So massive improvements year to year in East Lansing. Their defense ranked 10th in points allowed per game in the Big Ten. And that's just not good enough. USC is number nine, and that's because of Lincoln Riley alone. I think the Trojans have basically stunk forever now. And now all of a sudden they get Lincoln Riley. They bought him from Oklahoma and brought him to L.A. And now all of a sudden they're going to win the national championship. I think people are tripping. I still think they're average. Number eight is Michigan. Cade McNamara led the Wolverines to the Big Ten title and the college football playoff last year. And... He's got competition in J.J. McCarthy's had a shoulder injury. The kid played in 11 games, and he's a five-star kid. And you wonder if McNamara can hold him off. Marcus Freeman's first season as head coach is going to be huge for the number seven Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They travel to Ohio State in Columbus in week one. And they got the new quarterback, Tyler Buckner. How about Notre Dame? Four straight seasons in the top 10. Cameron Rising, the quarterback that leads Utah, has a ton of talent around him and a really solid defense. They play at Florida, home against USC, and in Eugene at Outson against the Ducks. It won't be easy. So what about the top five? Clemson is at number five. The Tigers had top three rankings nationally in both yards allowed per play and points allowed per game. They got the quarterback, DJ Ugalele, and they also have Cade Klubnik, the five-star freshman. We'll see what Dabo can do this year with all this talent. Number four is A&M. Jimbo's ready to rock. They upset Alabama last year. Problem is, they only won eight games. 
Number three is Georgia. How about the defending national champs? 15 players went to the NFL. That's a problem. They got a tough opener against Oregon. They'll be favored probably in that game. Georgia avoids playing Alabama, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and A&M. Number two is Ryan Day's Ohio State Buckeyes. What an offense. You know C.J. Stroud is going to light it up. And, of course, the number one team in the land is Saban's Crimson Tide at Alabama. They got the Heisman winner, Bryce Young. They got the best linebacker in college football and Will Anderson Jr. They've been top three in the preseason for 12 straight years. Have six national titles and three more championship games that they've already pulled off. So there you go. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.